Welcome to another episode of According to Fox. I'm your host, Abe Fox. Um, last week we did a show because um, DMX was gravely ill in the hospital. And Friday, April 9th, he succumbed to his injuries. So now there's a show today we're going to do um, dedicated to his memory. Rest in peace, Earl Simmons. You know, you meant a lot to us. And on this show, I guess, you know, I'm going to talk about what exactly it is that you do mean. I know I got into it a little bit last week. But, you know, now that we know you're with God, the place you've always wanted to be, you know, we can go on and on speaking about what you've done for us and your accomplishments. And this is what this episode will be about. And I have a very special guest today. Um, it's just so heavy, man. It's it's heavy. It's a lot to deal with. But you know what? You know how we do. We get right into it. So let's go. Hello, everybody. So remember, I said I have a special guest host. Introduce yourself to the people, sir. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is JD. <laughs> Why you sound so professional? <laughs> Where you from? <laughs> Where am I from? What they need to know about you? Well, I'm from a I'm from a lot of different places. Um, Lord. <laughs> originally, the Bronx, New York. A Bronx bomber at heart, always. Amen. Um, and then I made my way down south to South Carolina. Now, hell shit. <laughs> I, I can tell you. But uh, my heart lies in both places, South Carolina and the Bronx, New York. I think I'm I'm probably 50-50 on both. Nah, I think you were a bit like 40-60, 40 Bronx, 60 thing. Because, you know, we, like, this apparently, like I said, is my cousin, um, JD. <laughs> but... You was down there for like like the the Wonder Years. But the coming <laughs> I mean, up here for the Wonder Years, but like you're coming to age years, you was down there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely a, we still Geechee regardless, but <laughs> Yeah, we Geechee, we Geechee for like but, <laughs> for but those are formative years, if you think yeah. in the first fourteen years. And yeah. and your first fourteen years, right before you moved down, we um X came out, right? Yeah, I say probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like right before I moved down, that's when he started taking off. Mm-hmm. And yeah, right. At there. the time, I think my mom was was dating Eric, who was from Y.O. And I spent a lot of time. I remember Chris Rock looking at me. Mm-hmm. I remember him. That nigga was crazy. Actually, he was from. Actually, he was from Slowball. If you if familiar with oh, that, so that he's from, he's from Mary J. Project. Exactly. Oh, I didn't know that. That's why he was nuts mm-hmm. like that. That's why he was like that. And he actually, <laughs> he toured me through a lot of places like that. So. <laughs> oh, wow. He took you there. Yeah. Eric and I, I've had some experiences with that guy that, that weren't necessarily good. <laughs> <laughs> Does it sound like it? 
Yeah. <laughs> if your mother hears this, I'm not involved in that. That's, I didn't <laughs> Um, but yeah, like we like we grew up when hip hop was like moving out the like don't get me wrong, we grew up during like the shiny suit era. That was really a thing. <laughs> we we fuck with Mace, we fuck with Puff. But when it had to get back to like that grimy, gritty shit after Pac and Big Dot, it was X who, who saved us. Like and I'm a whole fan to the death. Everybody knows that, but X gave us something different. It was it was raw, you know, and it was it was crazy when he came out, cause it was not one place you didn't hear, get at me, dog, right, or or the Rough Riders anthem. No face, like, and all of a sudden, motorcycles became a thing. If you remember vividly after that, all you saw was bad people on motorcycles for no reason, and right. you never saw it like that before out here. No, not like that. So his impact is just like crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like it just it hit us all in different ways. But growing up, I know personally, as much as I wasn't supposed to listen to him, because you know my mother, we went to church like six days a week. <laughs> I was supposed to listen to him, but we did. It was no way we could avoid it. He was everywhere, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the radio. This and the fifth. I have older brothers. Lamar was bumping it. Like, it's stuff like that. But even my mother loved DMX. Like, the minute she heard and he cries and he talks to God, right. oh, it was lit. Yeah, I don't think oh, we... Much as you want. <laughs> right. <laughs> what you said? I was going to say, I don't think we've uh, we've met another, another hip-hop artist like X. You know, none quite like, like X. I can't even think of somebody who who can. Like, you know how we could say, like, like remember when T.I. calls out Jay-Z yourself? I can't think of somebody I'd say is, is DMX. Right. Agreed. Like, just it just doesn't it doesn't go. I can say it's people that give us their pain, but I still can't say it's another DMX or somebody who reminds me of DMX. And you know, when he passed, me and you, we spoke that day. And it it was it was tough. You know what I'm saying? For our generation, it's it's been tough. We took a lot of L's. We did. And I and I I brought some of that up, you know, mm-hmm. last week being reminded of of Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Reminded of George Floyd. You know, it just opened mm-hmm. up that trauma all over again. And yeah. And then now we here we gotta we gotta deal with the death of a superhero, you know. DMX. The hood superhero, the hood man. superhero. You know, they, they don't all wear capes. and You know, we take this shit for granted. But, um, right. yeah, that guy was, was nothing short of a hero. And um, he was believable. He was real. He, he, he was a God-fearing man. And we don't have enough of this in, um, in, in communities that we grew up. We don't have God-fearing men that, that most young brothers want to look up to. Exactly. And he was one of them. And he shared a story with us, and, and we felt that pain. Anytime X got on the mic, we, uh, you know, we could identify with something, whether he was talking about exactly. Like, it didn't matter what he was talking about. Like you, you identified with something. And yeah, always... honestly, but the the thing is, my life wasn't even hard, <laughs> and I related to <laughs> right. DMX. You see, like 
<laughs> like I felt like damn, I'm about to never give a fuck about me. <laughs> what? <laughs> like at the time the US came out, I was a we were both in Catholic school. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we was right. we was getting like superior education Seriously. over here blasting music for the have nots. And we was good, you know what I'm saying? Like so Seriously. it's so it's so weird how you can relate to somebody. Like to me, the only person like I think I think Meek Mill can rap pink. Like I love Meek because I think he raps pink. He doesn't give me a DMX feeling, no. but I, that's my reason why I love me. Not at all. But, <laughs> but Pac, Pac was the first rapper I could relate to. Like when everybody say Biggie and Pac, I always said Pac because I couldn't relate to crack with Biggie. Mm -hmm. I couldn't relate to drug dealing and none of that other shit. I could relate to Brenda having the baby. I could relate to keep your head up, dear mama. That shit, I could, it spoke to me. Even with all the exposure we had as kids around drugs, I mean, we were definitely we exposed. Still were good. Exactly. We were never like directly. No. <laughs> you know what no, I'm saying? Maybe well, but it, we weren't using or nothing like that. But um, yeah, exactly. We saw plenty of it. You know? No. I definitely had a father who dabbled. Yeah, we had but, uncles like, <laughs> and guys exactly. on the block. Yeah. You know? I mean, but it's with, when DMX came, it was like I felt like I had another pop, like somebody else that I can I can really relate to. Even though I didn't go through any of the struggles he went through, he made you feel like you did. Yeah, and But he also made you feel like you can overcome them. Definitely. And see, that's where and, the superhero comes in at. Mm -hmm. you know, I think we, we lost somebody great yet again. And, you know, again, and, and people right? People keep leaving here. Um, and it seems to be happening faster and faster. Because 50's uh, young. I don't care what nobody says. 50's young. 50, 50 cents? No, 50 oh, no, years no. old. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, 50 is young. <laughs> he said 50 years <laughs> like, Yeah, 50 years nah. young. Uh, yeah, 50 years old is that's young, man. Yeah. It's it's young. That's that's about 14 years away for me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we know that he wasn't the best of health. Well, even before, because now it's like different things. They're saying that he didn't overdose, he just had a heart attack. Mm -hmm. But DMX had very bad asthma. And he actually had a, a, a death scare before, like his heart stopped for four minutes, like probably five, six years ago. Yeah, it's it's just a lot of, it's just, it's very unfortunate, man. I, I don't know. You know, I'm not putting a, even though the report is saying, you know, he didn't, he died of a, of an, of an, um, of a heart attack. We, we know the man has a, a long history of substance use. Yeah. And so we have to consider that. You know, I mean, it yeah, is what it is. I'd like for him to, to sleep in peace, and, but we got to be careful about what we're, what we're doing. A lot of these, the new artists, they all rap about that shit. You know that that's like the cool yeah. shit to do now, supposedly. You know, you I mean, it is. They they think it is, but I had a conversation with somebody like that before, and they was like, "Oh, all they talk about drugs." Nah. Wu Tang was talking about smoking Woolies at fifteen and ninety three. But they were, different. you know, what I'm saying like. We, but now, is it though? I feel like, like I feel different. like we, I feel like we being the old people. Nah, I feel I like used we to feel like that, but right now, now I'm starting to see like a lot of the young cats like they just that's all them niggas talk about. You know, it's like they popping this yeah. or they doing that, and it's just like yo, what are y'all talking about? Like when we grew up, you we glorified the people who was like selling that shit and getting all the money. If you was using it, you was a mark. You was lame. You was a user. Now, like the but users, never DMX. Be... Nah, but not him. 
No, no. Never DMX, right? Never. Exactly. Everybody else. But everybody else. Yeah, you was right. But never DMX. We would never do that to DMX. We like, nah, it's fine. Like, oh, DMX a crackhead. So your mother is right. too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so is your, mo- so your mom. Shut up. And you love her, right? right. All right then. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, it's like, I feel it's I mean, I'm getting to the thing where it's like we was just as bad. Cause think about it. If we talk about selling the drug and these kids is users. That's because their parents was the fucking custies. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So if their parents is the custies, clearly it might be a little thing where, you know, crack baby syndrome. Yeah. We the apple didn't fall too far from the tree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got it. We got it started. This. Mm-hmm. We made that a thing, you know? And I hate to be that person. Like, you know how your mother was when you first heard DMX and he was talking about all this shit about robbing and killing. Before he prayed, every mother was like, uh-uh. Yeah. And then he started praying. You could just hear it in his but, voice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. But they were like, you can't listen to that. This, that, and the fifth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like, now we like, damn, all these kids talk about drugs, whatever, whatever. And it's true. They do. But the way, I don't really listen to them, though. So, like, I listen to Lil Baby. I listen to the baby. I listen to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the the um XX Tentacions. Mm-hmm. Shane mm-hmm. put me on that name. I ain't gonna say it. The Juice, Juice World, World guy. Like I didn't. I wasn't really up on their music. The Young Boys. But from what I hear, they they rapped about whatever pain they were going through, mm-hmm. and that's how they dealt with. It. So it's like we we give them so much flack. You know what I'm saying? And they're young. They're they're kids. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we also our generation. We we gotta be alone. A little more supportive for what these young is trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like they they didn't have it all the way good apparently, and they use that type of stuff to cope, just like DMX did. But it's like with him for some reason we make excuses, and and I'm I'm fine with that. I, I'm not bothered by that. It's just like like when people are like oh well DMX did this. I'm like he sure did, but he had five number one albums right. though. Did you do that? Like the thing is, things. I think um, DMX shared his story with the world. And the world fell in love yeah. with the guy. I mean, <clears throat> pain is something that I think everybody has gone through. If you listen to mm. songs like, you know, um, Slipping, and you hear a man that just, that's truly hurt and has, yeah. has been through hell and back, you know? If I'm mm. strong enough, mm. I live long enough to see my kids see my doing kids. something more constructive mm-hmm. with my time. Like, yo, who says shit like that? If you ain't really yeah, through then, it. You understand that? That's so, a fact. And and it's not a lot of people that that are speaking these kind of facts on wax, so it, it, they're not going to be respected, regardless in the same light as X. You know, you could talk about popping whatever. We know what that man was was taking. Yeah, that's but um, a fact. we also I can identify with his story. You know, you know I, he just had such a hold on us. He show. did. Like, such a strong hold on us. And no matter what he did, you know what I'm saying, we fucked with it. Because he was, he was genuine. Real. Like, he was real. See, real is He was real. so real with it. Man. I was talking to my homie Taylor, and Taylor, like, worked with him at one point. He's a producer. He's a really, really talented producer. And he was like, yo, Fox, he's such a, a good spirit. Like, his heart is so pure. And I said, the sad part is you know. Like, you don't have to know him to know 
how pure his spirit truly is. He could have robbed, stole, kidnapped, whatever back in the day, but you know, good and well, his heart is different. Like he just, he did what he could to survive. And I never think that's okay, but he he didn't think it was okay. You know what I'm saying? He said, that's all I could do. He had that monkey on his back. He had a family to feed. That's the only way he knew how. You know what I'm saying? So you you empathize exactly. with that. You empathize with that struggle. And Swiss Beast was like, you know what? He never bought a Lamborghini. He never saw X with like a Bentley. X by a regular car. He'll take care of everybody before he take care of himself. Wow. Every person. And I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, who takes care of the person that takes care of everybody exactly. else? Exactly. See, those are the people that's hard to replace. You, you just, it's just, it's no doing that. There's a lot of people that probably ain't living their life like that. You know, they, <laughs> they shouting out their hood, but then they, they doing nothing for the hood. Exactly. So. You know what I'm saying? And it, it feels like, how you put it? It's like, it doesn't, it, it feels like I lost an uncle. Like, it feels like, I, you know, the uncle, the, the crazy uncle that just always got a story for days, but you know, he's like the best. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he always, he always he can't get it right, but he's the shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Shit, we have him. Oh, yeah. Like I, I was about to say, story. like, shit. <laughs> thinking of him right now. I love him. But it's like, it's like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and all he wanted to do was express his pain, but also he just wanted, everybody in the world to feel the love that he had for them and um on some real brown sugar shit like not to do the the, the movie but where were you when you first heard dmx let's see so give me the year was it um is this 98 98? i want to say honestly to me i feel like it was late 97 Mm -hmm. i could be bugging when I heard Get At Me Dog, I feel like it was 97. Mm-hmm. I think it was 97 too. But yeah, maybe 98. But around that time. You know, if I remember correctly, I think I was with I was with Rob. And um he kept saying something about Dark Man X and he was he was so excited. Like Robert usually don't get you know happy like that. You know how that guy used to be or how he is still. You know, I don't know. But I remember him being real excited, and he would play with those tapes. Like, you remember how we would uh, flip the tape over, record over it, and do all like Child, the struggle, yeah. That's how we was living. <laughs> so Rob popped the tape in, and I just remember him, like, being like, yo, you ain't heard this. Like, he was, his energy was different, and he played that joint for me. I think that's how that went. But um, Rob was one who put me on, as he did with, like, a lot of new music at that time. But yeah, man, um, it was, like, energy... Something like you've never felt before. Something like it was like, I don't know, it was like sex to your ears. You know, it just it sounded good. It was it was rough. It was mean. I was like, oh, oh, we got we got one. You know, you knew we had one <laughs> as soon as you heard that track. But for me, exactly like for, like the album. Ahead. I was gonna say, I know this ain't about this is this ain't X. But for me, that the album I was sneaking and listening to was the was the Nori mm-hmm. joint. Yeah, I actually went and bought that. Which one? CNN? Um, not CNN. NRE. That came out in 98? I think it came out in... Yeah, I think it came out either 98 or 99. Oh, wow. I didn't I didn't know that. I was never a fan of... Never? I never was. Yeah, never. <laughs> I, ne- I never... 
because I I'm I'm a like I'm a hip hop purist, mm-hmm. so I listen to the lyrics and the and the production and everything else. So when I would hear his lyrics, they never made no fucking <laughs> sense to me. I like like when that nigga though. was He's like different. walk my talk, thugged out orthopedic, and I was like, no, <laughs> like right, like it just it just never sat. Yeah, body in the trunk. I was, and I'm he jamming say, body um, in the trunk. around the English Channel. Yo, dude, you got a cock and spin you. Like, I never, never fucked with Nori. I just, I couldn't, it, I then, hated it. Then I pun just fucked with him. It. Pun fucked with him. You know, Pun used to drive that, that wide body bends through through the block. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but Pun never, never saw, saw it. Come Not on. I've seen Pun a few times. I remember that. And, I never, um, I, I did. He had that yeah. wide body. That wide body bands, and he would come through windows. That I mean, he just got love everywhere. I went, he think, but he also bought the kids ice cream. <laughs> oh well, I mean, every kid likes you when you ice cream. But, 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 out but, in <laughs> but for me, I, the streets in New York put me on the DMX. It was the streets, like that was the first rapper that the streets put me on to. I have the luxury of having older brothers, so like they used to just right. play stuff, and I had no choice Same. but to hear it. But the, with DMX, the streets told me that it was fire because everywhere I heard it and like where, where my school was, was Third Avenue. The, the backyard in recess was Third Avenue Tremont. Mm-hmm. So if I'm at recess and we on the swings or something, you hear my dog's going, your dog's going. And that was like eighth grade. And I was like, oh, this this song is dope. Like you heard dun, 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 for like yeah, a lot. Because you know the sound systems <laughs> right. is ridiculous out here. <laughs> and then I go I go to my house and then my room, the window was on Katona and Tremont. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's everything, it's always blasting. You know what I'm saying? You go and hear right. mad music. It's literally, I lived on the app. Took out Park. And that's all you heard. And so I, I turned to Hot 97 because that was the only rap station we had at the time. Kiss FM did it at first and then they just went all the way R&B. Mm-hmm. But at that time, it was just Hot 97 playing it. And it was everywhere. Like he took over the airways and then he kept just dropping consistent heat. And next thing you know, he had a whole nother album the same year. It was like incredible to see such a movement, such a force. And you know, we right in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish I was like a little older mm-hmm. because like the tunnel, I heard like that that's where they performed, where they did the video to get. Yeah, me. No, that place was crazy. If we was old enough to hit the tunnel, I'm sure it would have hit us. did hit the key. You know we didn't saying? show up to that. The the locks, the locks was out there that night. But I went to the key with like my whole hood. We went like 13 niggas deep. The Allenton key or the, the other the key? key? There's only one key. <laughs> no, there were two keys. They it was on the Allenton and then they moved it to um by Patterson Project. No, nah, I wasn't by Patterson. I must have been to the other the, the Yeah, yeah, joint. that's the real key. Yeah, yeah that I know. was my I'm shit. Aware. You moved when, they, we, went when to, they moved. we went there deep. You hear me? And the locks was there, and I got lost that night. X didn't show up, but yo, we had a we had a fucking that was my first time like going out, like on some club shit. You didn't tell me nothing. <laughs> How was you? I had to been like because I was like right, 14, I 13. I had to been at least like 13. You had like, to be like 12, and I was in there though. And I was in 12. there, I was in there with, with June and everybody. My whole team was there. Like we were there. 
And Styles P came, you know, Styles P is actually one of my favorite lyricists. And uh, okay, yeah, he's, a, he's a lyricist like none other. And um, he was there that night and, and they performed, man. I was just, I remember being so happy. Like that is like one of the final moments of my life. It's going to the, going to the key that night. Man, you missed it then. You missed it when the key went to, went to um, Patterson. That would be different. But no, that I do remember those days, yeah. Patterson days. But it's it's expanded. It's, it's like okay. yeah, but it's it's almost like we these kids don't never they no, don't know they, that feeling. No, no. They don't know that feeling of like oh, when you hear your favorite song yeah. playing at the skate. Oh team. my god! Like they don't know man. nothing about that because you know the skate key, them things are far and few between now. Like it's, it's hard like to that. find a skate yeah. these days. Man, no, that was such a good but, time. That was a good yeah, time. yeah. It was a the late nineties. Man, that was, that was you know awesome. what I'm saying? We had a childhood. <laughs> we had a hell of a childhood, and it's like you know what we didn't have. I didn't we didn't have these damn cell phones. That's a that's fact. A fact. We that's were in the moment, and we, we still were was good. Moment. I had G, we had GT Dinos and Mongols bikes, and you was actually doing shit. Like, we had to we had to use the payphone though for certain. Yeah, but then niggas started like, going on. <laughs> yeah, Ma come and get me. But like we definitely were we had moments, like we were a part of the moment. We wasn't posting nothing on social media. What social like media? We had a good <laughs> exactly. We had Dang. nothing. We had, but we had so much. Yo, that's when, that's when the internet was still CD exactly. like five hundred free hours of internet. You couldn't be on it while your mom's exactly. on the phone. And that was you better to me. I, it's better. It, it is, but it's, I don't know. These kids are smarter are. than us. That they are. <laughs> they, these these babies are smarter than different. we were at that age. Babies take selfies now. You know, kids Google and YouTube and they can spell at like two. Like they know exactly what to find. These they kids are. are smart, but they just don't get the social things that we did. But like the impact that that man like left on us. I feel like it's yeah. indelible. Like I ain't, I ain't cried like that since the last time I lost somebody I knew. Like my my friend of like over twenty years. That was the last time I cried. The way I cried when X died. And you know I was you know watching old interviews, and I love how he'll say something, and then the next time he'll be like, you know what, I was dead ass wrong. Like, he was saying how he hated Drake on one of the Breakfast Club interviews. He said, and he was mad for, you know, he said, I hate his face. I hate the way his head is. Like, he's like, he's like, I just don't like that guy. And then he went probably, I want to say two years later. And Drake, remember, Drake sampled um, How's It mm-hmm. Going Down on the Views album. So he's like, yo, you know, Drake hit me, like, like on some man shit and was like, yo, I sampled you. And I just want you to know, you know, you raised us. And he said, that shit humbled me. Like, I'm over here not liking this nigga for the worst reasons, for no real reason. And this nigga really, like, looking up to me and he using my shit and it shit sound fire. He's like, and it really made me, like, you know right. what? I need to humble myself. Right. You know how many artists You know how many do regular that? people don't do that? That's what I'm talking I mean, talk artists. <laughs> exactly. I, I know niggas in the street that let their egos get in the way of regular shit. And I wish more guys could, exactly. could get past that, you know? We can get so much more accomplished once people stop competing and doing all because yeah. I find myself getting into that I told you the other day like I'll get this thing up off of the phone for real because I start getting in my own head when I start seeing things and mm-hmm. you know it's a lot of I'm not the only person 
Yeah, some people got you. Sometimes you, you got to decompress. You have to. Like social media. You have to. And I think that, uh, and it's not just social media, but I think it's in other aspects of life. I think it's always good to go and reflect. And if that man reflected on mm-hmm. the fact of something he said, and you know when you ain't right, you know? And, uh, and you know, I hate, I hate public <laughs> disrespect and private apologies. I true. hate that. This isn't easy. Do not disrespect me out loud right. and secretly say my bad. No, nigga. Like, I, I respect the fact right. that he... As loud as his disrespect as loud was, as their was his humility. He went on the same platform and said, yeah, I was dead wrong yep. about this kid. Like, mad wrong. You know what I'm saying? And and I shouldn't have been even... I shouldn't have even said no shit like that. Right. And I was like, that that's huge. You know, that's a big deal. Because you know how Charlamagne always got this off and on thing with Drake. So he was like, see, I knew it. X is right. Of course he's going to do that. Back, <laughs> like, he's going to... X is like nah. X is like nah. That 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 he said. I he said I ain't have no real reason to not like that kid. You know what I'm saying? Because the only person he said he liked was J Cole. He said J Cole is nice. He said J Cole is nice, and he said he can't rock with Rick Ross. Me either. Never could. Um, but you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But like with Drake, it just was a whole. Oh, I don't like his face. But sometimes it be like that. I think as somebody who who, (laughs) I totally get it. Because I think I go through a lot of that shit. I think a lot of times I'm misunderstood in some of the worst ways. Um, people have preconceived notions about. I think that's about anyone. But uh, it's up to me to, you know, vouch for myself or, or give people the side of myself that I want them to to, to get. So, <clears throat> I mean, mm-hmm. at some point, you you really stop caring what other people think, but you. Exactly. But you will always, you or you should always try to be you, um, and that's that's just how it's coming to be. You know, I'm not sugarcoating anything. I'm not pretending to be something. If you think whatever you think I am, cool. That's what you're gonna do. You know. Now, mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, if if you if you realize that you were wrong later, which often that's why I said this happens to me. Oh, a lot of people are sitting and saying, "Yo, Jay." I ain't know what to think of you. When I first met you, kid, like I ain't know, and and it's okay um, because I've been through it a lot. But <clears throat> then there are some people who just they don't really understand why they don't like you. They just know they don't like you, and I think that that's why. And, and that's, that's fine. fine. That's fine. But that that's kind of corny. At that's the same fine. time, I feel like anytime I decided like I'm not fucking with somebody, I feel like they they were doing something or showing themselves in a way when I was like, maybe I can't align with that kind of behavior or maybe they disrespected me or something like that. Other than that, I'm not, I'm not disliking the next nigga because his car is an upgrade higher than mine or he's sitting on something a little bit shinier. No, nah, but it's a lot of niggas like that though. It's a lot of no, niggas like that. No, that's a fact. But my thing is, if you don't, if you don't fuck with me, I'm exactly. not going to <laughs> Like, bro, like that's why I, that's why it never bothers me. We you should lift me each other fine. up. No, don't, don't compete with me, doggy. <laughs> I want to see you win. To, like if I'm eating and you eating, we in a good spot. So yeah, and I, more people got to think like that. I think Nip was uh, a mastermind putting the whole team on like that, and then taking it back to the block, yeah. making sure the whole neighborhood was good. Neighborhood. <laughs> Exactly. Bought the whole block. Like bought the whole block. And then, but then look, I hate that. I hate that. Like it's always something. We gotta fix that. And we gotta fix that. But you can't. 
You know why? Because it's always going to be somebody mad at their situation, but then they more mad that your exactly. situation isn't theirs. They more mad at you that you not exactly. in the problems with them. You couldn't so have said they it do, better. They you couldn't have said it better. Because they don't they believe in themselves. And here's this great person that's actually doing something for the neighborhood. And, and mm-hmm. now, now you feel a way. Why? Why? You felt the way Why? about whatever. And, and, well, now you want to claim his life. Away. Like that sort of hate is, uh, and, you can't be having that type of shit. Especially not for somebody that looks like me. I'll go to the illest of her. And I'm gonna be okay because I'm, I refuse to be afraid yep. of my own people. Number one, number two is, amen. I already know how my temperature get. Like, bro, you can think whatever you want to think. I'm, I'm plenty intelligent, but far from a bitch. And Nip said some things that I think just gonna stick with me for life. Like that guy, that was the ultimate gangster to me. Like Nip, I think he. And he, and he was, was our eyes, age. And I think he you know? made things like being honest and, and, and putting your ego to the side. He made that gangster. Like, that's what was gangster. Investing your money. Doing the right thing by your by your folks. Yep. Like, man, so many people got it wrong, but <laughs> I miss that guy every day. Yeah, he, he got it right. right. And every time you I hear his voice, like, I get sad. He, it's just like, fuck. I, he was, he was pocket pocket. He was pocket. Like, if Pac would live 12 more years, everything Pac Nipsey wanted Nipsey did. Nipsey did. did. And he died at 33. Can you imagine what he would accomplish? But that's why I'm saying, like, we, lo- we lose all these people. Pac was 25 when he died. You know what I'm saying? Nip 33. X is 50. And, you know, thank God he, got, he was fruitful and multiplied. He had 17 kids. But that's 17 kids without a father. You know what I'm saying? My mother is 63 years old. I couldn't imagine losing her period on losing her 13 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still very, very young. And I'm, honestly, you, I'm glad nobody took him from yeah. me. Like, I'm glad. But if somebody would have honestly took DMX from us, it, something would have had to happen to him. I feel like why? something's still going you know to happen to like, boy. Was, um... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, wait, wait, DMX was beloved. Like when when Game wrote that thing about, oh, now people want to give people their flowers. You speak for yourself, cause DMX always got his over here. I don't know what you yeah. talking about. DMX could could mess up. He could crash his car wherever he wanted to. Get arrested fifty two times, and nobody spoke down on that man. Yeah, he was real. Nobody. That man got flowers. Especially oh that my goodness. Battle. I was in yeah. static. Me too. Me too. I thought that was. Me too. I, thought that was, I thought that was one from one one from the east coast, right. one from the west coast. So and much they showed love. each other so, so much, much love. love. And I felt that. Like DMX was, he got up for that bitches ain't shit song. He was getting and he it. Was, he, he was, was getting rapping it. And, more and, than and Snoop part. loved it. I mean, you could just see the the love between the two. Man, they they just the, they really soaked that in. The camaraderie, the camaraderie. Right? They, they, oh. man, man, they did it. They did it for all of us. They did that for. I felt like I, I gained something from watching that. I don't usually feel that way. Yeah, I was like, that was one of my favorite versus battles because it because yes, it, it took like, you back Whoa. too. Like I remember how's it going down. Like I was right. like, oh, that was like a love song for us. Like we was like that song is so good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I remember when he played how's it going down. Everybody. 
one of their name in that what these bitches want song. Not me, but I knew every name in that song. You know what I'm saying? And it's like he left such a, a, a impact on our spirits, man. Like you know how hard it is for somebody to be like be around DMX and not ask him to pray. Like I don't think no. anybody's ever done that. Like we were just I was just watching something. My brother and um Charlemagne said something about oh DMX you should be a pastor. And then Lamar was like, he he honestly is. In the general term, he is. He spreads the good right. word of God wherever he goes. You don't need a church for that. And that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you didn't believe in God and you listen to DMX, you do that. Exactly. <laughs> like, like you just do. You have to believe in his grace. You have to believe in his mercy. And when he um when all that stuff happened, you know, I was like, I was mad hopeful. Cause I was like, if God's giving out miracles, DMX is gonna get one. Until I heard the backstory about, you know, oh, he had 30 minutes without oxygen yeah. in his brain. After four minutes, it's over for you. I didn't yeah. know that till like Thursday. Yeah. And I was I was talking to my boyfriend and he was like, Yeah, but he's like, but you was you seemed okay while he was like, you know. The whole situation happened. I didn't know you were sad when he died. I was like, because mm-hmm. I had mad hope. You know what I'm saying? And I, like I said on my last show, everybody's like, oh, I hope you pray for your family member the way you pray for DMX. My family member don't pray for me the way <laughs> DMX did. <laughs> right? Every album, that man prayed for me. So I made it my mission to pray for DMX that entire week. The full seven days, I was like, please make sure he all right. Like, please make sure he good. Talking to God, all type of stuff. I said, because if anybody can get a miracle, yeah. it's him. And when he didn't get it, it 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 like rocked me to the yeah. floor, man. It did. But that's where he's always. Yeah, going he's to. ready to meet him. I'm ready Every to meet him. Yeah. Yep. That's that's the title of this. That's the title of this show, man. Him. He was ready, and and wow. he's there now. Uh-huh. It's oh, I hate him. For, I hate him for making the song right. called "Ready to Be Him." Like, like, I mean, this is like <laughs> what can you even say? Uh, you know? <clears throat> yeah, man, it, yeah. it's just too much. And, but I'm, I'm glad that we got him. I'm glad for this, for the amount of time we had. We had DMX for 23 years, I guess. Yeah. 23, like that, yeah. we knew about him musically. And it's just, it's sad that he's gone. It's sad that he left a whole bunch of kids behind. It's sad that he we won't hear a prayer from him again. But he left so many down here. You could just, you could exactly. just write it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could just record it. You could save it. You could hear his voice again. But hearing that that first excerpt, of um I, the missing video yeah. with Aaliyah it just sent me yeah over I saw that, that yesterday edge. and um I was just like wow you know those words the choice choice words he had yeah I know. and they for him now like they're perfect and him and baby girl together again you know somebody said that today like oh were they a couple I'm like why why everybody gotta be together no we know mm-hmm. DMX was married you know what I'm saying we know she was there there with Dame. It was just like, like honestly, a guardian angel mm-hmm. got her guard dog back. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know when it came to Leah, like X did not give a fuck. Right. Like that was like his little sister. So like the guard dog is back, but it's just 
we lost the lead. Even that was like, I'm, come on, like come 15, on. 16. <laughs> when I was 16 years old. Somebody had to sit yeah, me down. I couldn't believe that one either. <laughs> sit me down. They were like, Amber, you know. Aaliyah died. And I was like, no. Because we grew up with Aaliyah. You can tell me she wasn't like a big sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no, no, not Aaliyah. Aaliyah's fine. Yeah, you wouldn't even imagine these type of things. Like, you know what I'm saying? We just going Exactly. Exactly. And, and man, I don't want to become numb to it, but, man, we just just out here losing legends in our generation. I know. It it does make me wonder. It really does. I, I think a lot um, and you just gotta wonder, you know, why are people leaving here so fast, you know, because they're going pretty, pretty fast, you know. And it seems yeah. to be um, really people fast. who are of great influence, and you know, it's people that we love, and they're just they're just leaving this place. So, uh, and I just I feel. I feel like the the imprint he left. I I don't see another one like you said earlier. I really don't see that. Yeah, I doubt another it. One <laughs> I doubt that. I just don't. You know what I'm saying? That you don't make somebody like him. Like the mold was broken when he came. And it's even if a, a rapper comes out in pain and his mother did this to him and give me my <laughs> dog and. He still was so vulnerable. I've never seen somebody so strong and vulnerable at the same time. Like niggas, like I will rob you, shoot you, but I'm gonna cry I'm and tell God I'm mad, <laughs> right. sorry, and I really mean it. Right. And then but I want to play with my this. dog. I'm gonna give you all I'm of this that you're asking for, but then I'm gonna go repent. Yes. You know, straight like that. <laughs> yes. And they were saying that he had like three personalities from like as a kid. Like Earl is a child. But X is the person that was mm-hmm. there to protect Earl. Cause he never had nobody who loved him to protect no, him like that. that. And he had to mm-hmm. become something else to protect Earl. And DMX is just the artist. And I was like, damn, that's that's crazy. Like not like on some old like mentally challenged crazy. Like it's it the way that mm-hmm. he had to adapt to survive. You literally had to become three different people to make sure you're safe, and only and still gave us vulnerability, still gave us tears, still showed us that you loved us, still prayed over us, around us. If you was in his presence, he yeah, laid he hands on me. He did. <laughs> so, like, to be that man was anointed. He for you to be so tortured, but still keep the God that's inside yeah. you is like. That's, that's very um and that's that's it's godlike, you know. God lived in him. Yeah. Yeah, he's anointed. And it's like once now that you know the dog is with God, it's 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 what he wanted, it's what he always wanted. But I'm selfish. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I we was ready for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. I'll be selfish all day. It's we wasn't that ready. Be my position. For, <laughs> you know, for a lot of the, for a lot of the folks we lost, you know, <clears throat> Pop Smoke. I know he was. Uh, yeah, that that, that was, was a big. whole baby, and you know, DMX was just talking about how he was working with him and, and doing different things. When he, 
He said they were like if Fifty Cent and DMX had been <laughs> <a> pop smoke. <laughs> DMX gonna say, but he would have to be like, like <laughs> he's stupid. He's ridiculous. It's just like he's so bad. He was always so funny. But I just uh I don't know. I just wasn't ready for that. But likewise. Likewise. Whew. You know, I just hope his homegoing service is epic. I just I just hope they pull out all the stops. I hope they shut Yonkers down. Apparently they want to do the memorial at Yonkers Raceway and the mayor at Yonkers they do. wants a statue. They, do. they want a statue, statue of him or I mean Amazing. they're open to even renaming the, the raceway after him. <clears throat> so yeah. That's so. huge. A a boy from fucking those projects who came from nothing. And they'll call like their biggest attraction, Yonkers yeah. Raceway, Earl yeah. Simmons Raceway. Really? That's amazing. That's amazing, man. This man left his mark and, and now in death he will continue to. Like you you get that exactly. by being a genuine person. Exactly. You get that by being a real person. And nothing else and is gonna I'm get glad you, get you there. That. You gotta be you gotta truly be felt. Nothing. And that's a lot of people. Yeah. I'm just so glad. Well, thank you for joining me on this show today. I totally appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you having me anytime. Yes, my God, brother. Phone call the way. (laughs) Choke me in anytime. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, up next, we have our weekly hustle by, again, by the man himself. I was to drop it right now. My last thought would be, I've had a good life. God damn it.